Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. And what a show we have for you. Fantastic. We're coming off a big weekend. The final four is set. NBA action galore, and what an Oscars. My goodness. And the Oscars had such a, uh, something so big happened at the Oscars. I obviously y'all know Will Smith slapping 
the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. So big that it's been talked about on sports shows all day, and we, of course, will deal with that. It's the biggest story in the country, Later in the second half. There's no way you can have a talk show and not talk about that. Right. right? We we didn't address it on First Things First. Wow. But, yeah, we we didn't address it, but uh, this radio format we will for sure. And uh, yeah, but it was it was big. I didn't. I was not watching it live, Rob. I I wasn't uh, watching. Most I'm not people were watching. Most people are watching the Oscars, Chris. You know what? I never missed the Oscars. Right. That's that's I how I am. That's so how I, I never miss it. I'm just not really. I, the only one of those shows I really am into, honestly, is the ESPYS. I'm just not. You know, I like movies and and, right. and all that music and all that, but I'm just not into those shows. But. My parents were watching it, and uh, they told me, they showed me, you know, I just happened to be down there right after it happened in their room. And um, they were astonished, and then I checked it out, and then never my wife that. came in, and I showed them. No, never of course. seen <laughs> that. They, <laughs> your parents never saw that on national television. I'm no, just tell- no, no, no. Never. Nobody has. So that's why it was such a big story. But we will get into all of that in the second hour uh, let's introduce the iCouple crew, Rob, and get this thing popping. We got DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, on the ones and twos on the Magic City Monday. That's right. We got Danny G, the golden voice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Even though you may not hear much of his voice, he definitely got the golden voice. And he is uh, in for super producer Rob G running What a things. blessing when God gives God gives everybody something, Chris. You know, Danny, Danny G, G say has something. the pipes. You know something. what I'm saying? Even the laugh, you can tell. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got, it. we got an email saying that Rob G is in the lead for the, the bracket challenge. So we're thinking he's at home lighting up a cigar. Wow. Is that true? Wow. Yeah. Rob G, my bracket, I, I just stopped looking at my bracket after like Thursday. And Rob, you, know what I you say? stopped after my, yours a week after Kentu- Right, after Kentucky, uh, which was my pick to win the championship. Because, you know, in cards often, Chris, my, my, my hand is so bad, I say I have a hand like a foot. You know what I mean? That's how bad it is. <laughs> and, yes, and uh, that's what I have with the with – the, Yeah, um, I, I did get one Final Four team, which I you? think is most in a lot. Kansas. You got Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Kansas. Self. Okay. Yep. And I uh, had Arizona, Gonzaga, and Purdue. And they all gone. So, um, yeah, it's interesting, though, Rob. All four in this tournament of upsets and St. Peter's, of course, doing something nobody's ever done as a 15 seed, reaching the Elite Eight. All the final four are essentially blue bloods. I say essentially because Villanova, I mean, but, you but know, they, I, they I mean, I don't know if they're late. blue They've blood. won a yeah, couple yeah, championships I mean, in there. Absolutely. They're, they're one of the elite years, programs. 25 yeah, years, one, they're yeah. as good as anybody. Um, and then you got Kansas. You got Duke and North Carolina. So um, it's going to be good. I mean, it's been a good tournament, and I think uh, it's a good Final Four. So we will see. And on the updates, our man, Steve DeSager, Michael Lee from the Washington Post, has covered the NBA for 19 seasons. seasons. He'll join us uh, at the bottom of this hour, so definitely keep it locked. Rob, let us start with the L.A. Lakers. And yesterday, you know, I'm watching a lot of games yesterday. Uh, and I'm trying to divvy up, okay, which ones am I going to pay attention to? You had you had Brooklyn and Charlotte. You had the Lakers and New Orleans. And uh, there was one other big game on that I was into earlier before that. I can't remember which one it was. Um, 
but I was looking at all these games, uh, and, oh, it was 76ers and the Suns, which we will get into later. Um, and, and the Lakers one, I was like, okay, I don't really have to pay too much attention to that one. I'll keep an eye on it. Well, they, you know, up they opened up a 23-point right, lead. Right. And I'm thinking, I'll keep an eye to see what LeBron's doing, but, you know, that, that one's not competitive. And next thing I know, here come the New Orleans Pelicans, Sands, Zion Williamson, of course. All year. Um, All year. Yep. But Brandon Ingram's there. C.J. McCollum's there. And they end up beating the Lakers. Not only beating them, but beating them by eight. LeBron goes for 39, nine boards and five assists in a losing effort. Um, and there, Rob, I, I took me a while to get here. And they still may make it. I don't think they're making even the play-in. I don't well, think they're making the play-in. You remember they're when a, I stepped out there a couple weeks ago? What was it, a month ago, and said that they weren't going to make it? Well, it was about two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? <laughs> I thought it was a little longer than that. You added on two weeks. No, I thought it was I think it was about two, maybe okay. two, three, two to three, maybe. Yeah, I say more but, like three because I don't think it was last week. It was a couple no, of weeks No, it wasn't ago. last yeah. week. It was, yeah, yeah. But, two or three uh, weeks ago. But, you know, yeah. I did say it, right? I stepped out right. there. And they're, as of now, they're at the they're the tenth seed, uh, a half game behind ninth seed in New Orleans, which has the tiebreak over them. And Rob, they're a game in front of San Antonio. San Antonio owns the tiebreaker, and that, the that's Lakers a scary said, part. That, right, that is scary because their schedule is ridiculous. They they they're the worst road team of all of the top eleven seeds in each conference. So if you want to say the top 22 teams in the league, they got the worst road record. And they've got Denver, uh, Phoenix, uh, Golden State. We're talking about the Lakers, right? Yes. The five yeah, no, of their they, last they got six eight are of, on the road. And six of eight are against teams over 500, Chris. Right. They have a hell of a schedule, and LeBron has a bad um, ankle. He, he Le- and a. Anthony Davis are questionable. For tomorrow's game, they're against not going to play against Dallas. They're going to take the L there, and then hope oh. after that because LeBron has a bad ankle from that game. I don't know how he finished. The, that's what he said. And well, now, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know. I know adrenaline. You can roll off adrenaline for a while. You know this. We've covered the league a long time, and the next day the ankle can be worse, or you know the flight doesn't help either. But Rob, he played thirty-one minutes and scored twenty-eight points after the ankle injury. So I, I just don't know how right. bad it is. No, I'm I just got, he like, made it. Yeah. I, he made it bad. But I'm yeah, saying, he, he I gotta go with. I'm going like with him. Terrible. I'm not a doctor. If he says it was so terrible and he doesn't know how he continued, you know what I mean. I'm just listening to what he's right, saying. Right, right, right. But I'm with right. you. He kept playing and he didn't. He didn't go and away. Looked good. Right. I mean, so that. But you're right. Dallas, Utah, Phoenix, Golden State, Denver, <laughs> all on the road. Like. Those are five games they're supposed to lose. Yep. Then you got New Orleans, which is owns you at home. Then Denver, which could beat you. OKC is like the only game. And heck, that's not a guarantee. Because they've so, lost to OKC right. once or twice this year, Chris. I feel like they on. played OKC like once a week or something <laughs> early right. on. But uh, yeah, OKC has been tough for them. They did. OKC is. Two and one against them. That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought that. that they won a couple games. Right, right. So, um, so I, I think they're out, Rob. Um, but anyway, you wrote a, a good column today on Deadspin.com about LeBron and 
Frank Vogel actually brought up last week that he should be in the MVP race, and you begged to differ. Uh, explain. Yeah, Chris, Chris, I thought yesterday was Exhibit A as as why he shouldn't be in the MVP conversation. And it's just, it, it, he had 39. I don't think he could play any better, right? And it's I mean, still, not offensively. Right. You know, defensively. You, you know what I mean, offensively, yep, yep. right. Not deep. That team doesn't play defense. Yep. But uh, it, it wound up being for not. That was like a playoff game, Chris, wasn't it? It was like that. That was it the was. nature of that game and how important it was against New Orleans. And despite LeBron's numbers, it didn't come close to them winning because they gave up 41 points in the third quarter against New Orleans, and nobody wants to boo-hoo about, oh, the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis. Zion hasn't played a minute. All year. Right, right. All year. So nobody wants to hear that because they've been able to win games. They've beaten the Lakers a few times. Again, they own the tiebreaker. Another bad team like the Spurs own the tiebreaker against the Lakers. These are the bad teams. It, the Thunder's out of it, Chris, but they have the t- they would have the tiebreaker because they won two <laughs> out of three. Just think about that. Right. They're That's, seven and nineteen in their last twenty six. I mean, terrible. But they got months. two wins against the Lakers. Uh, you know, uh, on no, the I season. mean the Lakers are seven and nineteen. Oh, is that what they are? Seven and nineteen in the last wow. two months. Yeah. I mean, just ugly. And I think when we talk about MVPs, it's got to include winning. If LeBron had that, Chris, in a win. And, you know, they got a, a little a thing going and they win five of their last seven or whatever it is. And they make the play, you know, or whatever. You could say, man, given all that's going on or whatever, he was able to rally the troops. But I, I don't know. But to me, most of his points seem, you know, after the fact, meaningless, uh, wow. down by 20, fill in the stat but sheet. Now, last night, though, he had 25 in the first half. No, no, no. I, I got So that. I think he's been scoring when you – know, I think his points have been meaningful in that they've come – you know, it's not like, oh, they're down 30 and Le- here come LeBron with, I, with I know. 20 points in the third But, you know, they, had, but they had a bad a stretch. I get that last night especially. But they've had a bad stretch, Chris, where they were down by 20 in the first half for a, a number of games as right. well. And they came back in some – you know, they right. didn't win them, but they came back at one point. To make but but that's where I'm at. I, I just You think, think it's meaningless I, I just think this that season for him. As good as he's been, at great he's, – he's leading the league in scoring at 30 points exactly, a little head of, a little a scooch ahead of Embiid. Right. But, but I just – Embiid's numbers at stuff are, are more – uh, meaningful, Chris. He had a whole year basically without Ben Simmons, kept that team afloat. Absolutely. Uh, one big game after big game in order to keep that thing from going the other way and, and before he got James Harden. And I just think his his season compared to LeBron is A, meaningful compared to LeBron's, which was meaningless. Yeah, I mean, look, LeBron's not in the MVP conversation. He's not. And I don't mean that like – you know, in response to Frank, he's not. I don't mean my, I'm an MVP voter. I'm one of the official voters. He's not in my thought process of this. And I am I will guarantee you he's not in 90%, if, if not more, of the voters' thought processes because ever since the writers started voting in 1980, winning has become a part of the discussion. 
period. Only twice has a guy won it without winning at least 50 games. That was Moses Malone the first year, or the second year, I'm sorry, 81-82, and then Russell Westbrook the year he averaged a triple-double. That's it. Now, when the players were voting before that, two times, Kareem and Bob Pettit won it with, uh, you know, losing records. But winning matters because, Rob, you said it last week a few times, so you somebody's got to score. Like, the, a team's not going to lose. They're not going to score in the 40. Right. They're going to score. Some, right. right. Somebody's going to put up 20-some-odd points on a bad team. And I'm not saying LeBron, he's proven he's not like a bad, you know, just a guy getting numbers on bad teams. But this year, if the numbers aren't impacting the winning, you have to take that into consideration. Here's, though, Rob, why I would say it's not a meaningless year for him. And it's because what he's doing, even though he can't impact winning like he used to, what he's doing at 37 years old and more importantly in his 19th season is historic. And I think we'll look back and I even look at Jordan and, you know, Jordan at 39 and 40 years old was a legitimate all-star. Like when he made the all-star team his last year in the league as a 40-year-old, averaging 20 points, six rebounds, four assists on like 44.5% shooting. Rob, those are like Allen Houston prime numbers. Latrell Sprewell prime numbers. Uh, You know, some of these all-star guards who've made it two, three times in their career. Heck, Reggie, those are Reggie Miller prime numbers. Mm -hmm. Actually better in terms of rebounding and assists. And Jordan was doing that as a 40-year-old. So I always looked at it like I'm not going to harp on it because they didn't win. But I never looked at that as, oh, Jordan, he's lost it. He's not any good. For a 40-year-old, that was impressive. And that's what I look at LeBron as. For a 37-year-old in his 19th year, we've never seen anything like it. That's impressive. So uh, I actually don't think it's a knock on his legacy. I think it enhances it. Later on, as, as we talk about it, you know, so um, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that wala, wala, cry me a river, ah. Y'all hear this, man? listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got to deal with the biggest story in America right now. And that is Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars last night. After Chris Rock made a joke about his wife, Jada. Jada has shaved her head. It's not fully bald, but it's a very short haircut because she's battling with alopecia, which, you know, is is causing her hair loss. And she's been very open about it on social media. I didn't know, but... You know, uh, apparently she's been 
very open about it on social media and how it was a struggle for her. And finally, I guess uh, a, a year or so ago, maybe two years, she she started wearing her hair uh, short. And, um, you know, it was a challenge for her to do that. And so uh, Chris Rock made a joke saying, I'm looking forward to seeing the sequel, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of G.I. Jane. Remember right. that with Demi Moore? Uh, well, she has a short the, haircut like right. a man. She was like, like exactly. Right. Right. So that's where the the uh, joke came from. Will Smith initially laughed. Um, then, I don't know, maybe glanced at Jada. Jada looked upset from the yes. get-go. And uh, and Will went up there and slapped Chris Rock. And um, that was that. So, but, Rob, let's get your views, yeah. and then I'll share mine. Please. I, I, I've been I, been ready for this. I I was mortified and stunned. I was not watching. It was sent to me. I got the Japanese TV version, Chris. You know what? Unedited. <laughs> okay. No, unedited. Oh wow. That yeah, I didn't see that version. So you, you got to hear that? what Chris Rock was saying and I, what Will Smith yeah. was saying. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Someone sent me the Japanese. I see the version. unedited version. Yeah. Yes. So I saw it, and I was stunned. I was absolutely stunned and. I thought Will Smith was way out of line. I was embarrassed for him. I, I thought it was a bad look. And, and I know people are making excuses for him. And there's a split. And some people say it's Chris Rock's fault because he told a joke or whatever. But I'm sorry, Chris. There's no place for violence. Not, that was assault on national television with people watching where – Chris Rock is doing a live television show, and he's a comedian. The people are like, oh, well, Will Smith was defending his wife. You better not talk about somebody's wife. You'll get slapped down. No. If I was in a a restaurant and somebody walks up, Chris, who doesn't know me or know my wife, and they have something to say, I'm going to have an issue with you. I'm not talking about violence. Because you can't justify violence at all. What Will Smith did. That's violence. That's assault. He's lucky Chris Rock is in pressing charges. Because they wouldn't have to do much, uh, a lot of investigating on what happened. Because it's on tape. Right. I don't think I've ever seen that, Chris. Ever. Someone attack somebody on live television. And... I know, he apologized today, Chris. It came out. He apologized, and, and you can read to the Chris. Quote. Yeah, he apologized. I, I just because he violence. apologized last night to the academy and everybody, you know, there. Here, here's what he said, real quick. Violence, quote, violence uh, in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at the expense. Jokes at, jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally, Smith wrote. Quote, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness, end quote. And that came today, but there's no way, Chris, if, if there's an issue, and, and here's my last point. 
Chris Rock is a comedian. That's what comedians do. And I, and I get it. And if there's an issue, there's a time and a place uh, off stage where you let Chris Rock have it and say, man, that was insensitive. I didn't appreciate it. You know what I mean? We don't have to be friends. I don't need to talk to you or whatever it is where you get across that you didn't appreciate that. But to physically attack someone in a setting, in a circumstance, it wasn't a fight. And to well, slap somebody, Chris. it wasn't a fight. Right. And to slap somebody, you notice, know Chris, it's the biggest disrespect you could give somebody. It's worse than a punch. When you slap, when you say to somebody, I'll slap the S out of you. Like, like, like it's a disrespectful gesture. And that's what he did last night. And I thought Will Smith was dead wrong. And I applaud Chris Rock for being professional and holding on. Because I don't think I would have been able to do that. Yeah, uh, first of all, I will shout out Chris Rock. You're right. I thought he handled himself very professionally. And had he swung back, and, and oh. they if they had started fighting, it would have been chaos up in there. Because, you, you know, who knows how the crowd would have reacted. People would have rushed to stay. I mean, it, it just would have been chaos. And, and, and it would have been a horrible look. the hell out of them. I mean, yeah, that was- well, at first, I didn't know he slapped him. I thought he punched him. And honestly, I was like, hey, Chris Rock took that punch like a champion. Because he just stepped back and then he was fine. But when I saw it was actually a slap, it made more sense. You punch somebody that's not expecting a punch, Rob, you could knock them. I mean, you could knock them out even if they are. But, you know, they're, if they're not bracing themselves for a punch and you got anything on your punch, you could knock somebody out. So, but, so I do credit Chris Rock because it could have been chaotic. So shout out to him for being professional. Um, I'm not as down on, on uh, Will Smith as you are. I do think it was wrong, um, but my first reaction, and I'm, I'm just going to keep it real, Rob. When I first saw it, I, the first thing that ran through my mind was, yo, now you jumping bad? Now you protective of your wife? When no, we all it. have heard what went down with this young kid, August Alcina, this R&B singer, is that what he is? Who put it out and, there who, to let everybody know what's and, going and on. And Jada put it out there. He put it out. He actually said, Will, let, Will gave him his blessing. So I, it was just like, I'm like, now you want to be the protective husband. So that was the first thought that ran through my mind. And Rob, I think a lot of Will Smith's reaction was a buildup. Because obviously that's out there. And, and I'm just going to keep it real. And I don't, I, I don't know either one of them. From the, from the outside, the marriage looks like it's pretty jacked up. I mean, just keeping it real. You know, you, you, they were both on the Red Table Talks, her show, and they talk about her cheating with this kid that was friends of their children. And Will, according to him, Will was down with it, although Will and Jada say he, that wasn't the case. It's just, it just looks jacked up. And people were joking about it. Like, I think it was Regina Hall is her name, black actress. She was on stage with, I don't know if you saw this, Rob, Rob, earlier in the show, with some single men on stage. And she said, oh, Will Smith and Will, your name is on this list too. You're married, 
But, you know, you could come up here and Jada's giving you the blessing. Right. You know, like, like people were joking about it. There was something, another award show recently where it was joked about. And by Laverne Cox, it joked about it, the actress. And um, so my point is, I think that maybe Will Smith, he just got tired of it. Because people were making their marriage look like kind of a joke. And I think that may have been, that's that was something I thought about. Man, maybe it was just like enough is enough, man. But I also think, see, I'm, I'm with the people that are like, look, once you start talking about a dude's wife, comedian or not, I don't care if you're a comedian. Once you start talking about my wife, all bets are off. I mean, real talk. And the thing that hit me See, I, I can't is she had, I mean, that's fine. Comedian or not, I don't care. I mean, man, all types of rules are being broken today. You know, people, people, all types of standards are, have changed. Just because you're a comedian, she's don't a mean star. you got point. She's not I a no name. She's not I a housewife where you bring bringing her she's into the limelight. She's, she's a, a star. Me, Rob, let me finish. You saw when he made that joke. Now, I don't know, and I, my guess is that Chris Rock doesn't know that or didn't know that she had this condition, alopecia. But I don't know. Maybe he did, but I'm assuming he didn't. But you saw her, the look on her face when she heard that joke. She was clearly hurt. And Will Smith knows the angst and the trauma that she may have gone through. I don't know but that she may have had to go through to even get the courage to shave her head and go out in public with a shaved head, which is not along the beauty lines of the beauty standards in America. So I don't know, but she talked about how it was tough, and he saw it up close and personal. And then on top of that, and you know this, Rob, for black women, hair is an issue. Chris Rock did a whole movie on it called Good Hair. And you know how that's an issue for black women. Because natural black hair is not, again, along the beauty standards of the European beauty standards and the white beauty standards that America has imposed. And even that African Americans have accepted. And so that is another issue. And if I was in that situation and my wife, and I know how tough it was for her to get out there and do that, and, you know, this dude's making fun of comedians. So what? It's real life. I'm going to be upset, too. Now, I would not have done what Will Smith did. And I don't condone what he did. But I understand his anger. And had, I think if he had been able to walk up there, take the mic and say, look, Chris, I know you meant this as a joke. But my wife, I love my wife's haircut. My wife is beautiful. She is the most beautiful woman out here. And I wouldn't take anyone over. Like, if he had been able to say something really saluting and praising his wife in that moment, I think that would have been terrific. And so I get why he was upset. Again, I'm not condoning him slapping Chris Rock. But I'm not also going to sit here and just, you know, uh, uh, brush over and gloss over what Chris Rock said when she has a, a, a disease. Now, yeah, if, but, she, but, but if Chris, she didn't but, have but, but, that, that'd be one thing. No, but, but she the only has problem, a disease. I, 
But the problem I have with you is you're saying it's okay. What what are you saying? I mean, okay, he made a I'm joke that didn't. I understand why he was upset. But you okay? So upset, but to but to go up and assault someone? Did it? Didn't I just say I don't condone what he's doing? What he did? But I understand why he was angry. I'm not. I'm not giving Chris Rock a pass on his joke. Is what I'm saying. You can say that, that was you wrong. didn't appreciate the joke, and that's what I said, or you thought that it crossed the line, or if you wanted to make a point, but people who are that's justifying— That's what I said Will Smith okay, should have yeah, done. I, Did, I mean, you were, people, I don't know if you were listening to me. No, I said no, Will I heard Smith, what you if said. he had been able to go up there and make a statement, rather than like defending his wife, because his wife needed defense. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think there are many women alive. Like, if they were in Jada Pinkett's shoes— and I bet you Jade is looking at it like Will overreacted, Will was wrong, but whew, I got a soldier. He went to bat for me, man. He defended me. Every woman wants their man to be willing to defend him. Not, and a, she not, was a, not, hurt. not with violence. I not disagree. Not yeah, with violence. I Sometimes. disagree with that. I, I disagree is, with Rob, that. There's we got we got armies for violence. I get that, but we Chris, got police forces I, I, for violence. There is a time that. for everything. Yeah, but but not if in the case of words. Not in the case of words. Not in the case of words. If that's you listen, we disappar- that's what we disagree. If you listen, Rob, I'm not. I don't know how many times I got to tell you, I don't agree with what Will Smith did, but I do agree with him being upset. Understand it. And defending his wife. He should have done it differently. Again, make a statement. And I don't buy the, oh, at the end of the show, go tell Chris Rock. Chris Rock said something publicly. The whole auditorium was laughing at his wife. The whole auditorium. Chris, and you just supposed to sit there and then go to. I he don't care, Rob. Well, but that's what that's you, what we, we do for. Hold on, he, no, we, he's the whole. You act he's like comedians can say whatever the heck they want. No, but he wasn't just doing it out of meanness because he saw it walk and he was he was at the at the uh, buffet grabbing food and he made fun of her in front of people for no reason. He's a comedian. Rob, he was paid you, to entertain. You and he said, crossed don't the line. entertain it, my wife's expense. No, but no. You say you that that's what this. they do, you comedians. Know. You want to be a comedian. I don't you believe- know. You know, when you ever, whenever you do your stand-up, you know there are certain lines you can't cross here if, as an employee at Fox Sports Radio. Even if you're not an employee, we have social kind of unwritten rules that you can't go to because of things that have happened in society. Black people, if you watch black comedians, they always make fun of white people. But you don't see the reverse because of the history of this country and the social context. White people, comedians can't even go up there and mimic a black dude's speaking tone because of the social context and what's going on in this country. No, you know I'm right. Am I wrong? No, am I, I wrong? But, but that's yeah, no, you're not wrong. But that's okay, not what I'm you, talking. My you. point the is, the comedians can't get away but, with everything. No, like you're but, trying but, to but, say. But in this case, this is what he was. Nah, my wife there. got a disease. You making fun of her? The thousands of people in this room are laughing at her. Millions on national TV. Okay, She's but you upset. don't go up and pimp slap somebody and assault somebody. I don't care. You could disagree. We don't disagree on that, me, Rob. Okay, we don't but, disagree but, on but that. But to say I'm, that Jada I'm, should don't be talk Jada, to, the, to talk to, to say me. that Jada to say that Jada. Oh, I got my man stood up for me in that way. Oh, Not yeah. that way. Because I got. 
not a woman. I wouldn't and be my proud woman of would that. Be, my woman would be proud. I wouldn't be that proud I of that. Even that's if not she standing said, up for e- me. Yeah, that's the lowest common denominator. Nah, it's taking it Sometimes to violence. It take, you ain't no, going to make fun of my that's woman. That's the lowest common denominator. It. it ain't about violence. There's a way to have a conversation and deal with it and tell Chris Rock Rob, that he crossed why the are line. You, why are you putting the violence part on me? Because I told I, you maybe, to, maybe the fourth time. To, well, let me say it again. Maybe four times. He was wrong for slapping him. He should have went up there and and took the mic and said something in praise of his wife. But my point is, a woman wants a man to defend her. I got a woman. She wants me to defend her. All right? And and if Jada Jada's sitting there saying he went overboard, I bet you, I guarantee you she ain't mad at him. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. 
Southern rap has had the game on lock for years. And now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one line, one line, cry me a river, ah. Y'all hear this? Listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Logan Paul... Uh, of course, one of the Paul brothers trying to capitalize on the slap herd around the world, as they're calling it. Logan Paul has offered Will Smith and Chris Rock $15 million each to fight in a boxing ring. Stop it. Can we now, stop he had previously, now? Rob, offered Pete Davidson and Kanye West. You know, they beefing right. over Kim Kardashian uh, $30 million each to fight. And now he's offering these guys $15 million. Um, But here's the thing. Well, first of all, I don't want to see them fight. But, I, I, I but, would have no interest in that, Chris. And you know what? There would be people who would love to see it. That's, and they, oh, would, yeah, yeah. they would make a gazillion dollars if those two put on gloves. Look, I wouldn't they, watch it. If they were roughly the same size, I mean, how, Will Smith's like twice as big as Chris Rock. That's just not now, and I and I'm not saying oh I just want to see these dudes fight, but if you fight in a boxing ring, you know what I mean, in rules and it's a fair fight, you know, then then that can have interest. People can be interested in obviously celebrity boxing, but that it just to me it makes no sense. These two guys are not even close to the same size, and, and I agree with you, Rob. Like this, this was kind of so ugly, right? That I rather them just move past it. And Will Smith apologized today. I'm glad, Rob, that Chris Rock is not filing charges. Um, I think he may understand, um, you know, I, I don't know if he thinks he crossed the line, but I think he understands that it hurt Jada. And, um, you know, maybe that's why he's not doing he's it. But I'm man, glad he's, he's a better man than I am because I, I would have uh, filed assault charges. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. To, to to be attacked in that forum, I just don't think that 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 you can disagree with my comedy. You could say I crossed the line. I made a mistake. And and Chris, if I'm a genuine person and you say to me, Rob, you crossed the line. I, I didn't appreciate that. Talking about my wife, she has a disease or whatever. And if I really didn't mean to offend her in that light, 
then I would apologize to you and to her. And then that would be for you to accept my apology that I'm sincere and I didn't mean it to that. I didn't know about the uh, alopecia. You know what I mean? If I could make right. that case. That I, I, really I don't didn't, think he That knew. I really didn't I know. know. I didn't know that. I just thought it was a fashion statement that you cut your hair short. And now that I know, if had I known that, I would have left that. I would not have used that joke. So I apologize for that. But to just come up out of nowhere and smack the S out of me uh, in that fashion, I, I, I give Chris Rock a lot of credit. I, I'm telling you, I, I would have filed charges. Well, he he, I give him credit for not basically slapping Will back or starting a fight, or not starting a fight, but making it into a fight because it would have, it just would have been chaotic, and who knows what the ramifications could the show have gone have on, Chris? I mean, if they had a brawl and they started. Fighting? No, what what would have happened? Ama- yeah, I, I mean, I it, it just could have been somebody could have been seriously hurt. Somebody they could have felt falling off the stage. Like it, other people could have got been in the crossfire. Maybe other people would have started fighting. Who knows what would have happened? But it, it would have been terrible. Let me address this, Rob, because a lot of people, our uh, Steve Desager, but Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp. A lot of people have said, you know, uh, even Antonio Daniels brought it up, that it's bad for us and it's black people. And, you know, uh, there was, wasn't there a black, I don't want to say director, but who ran the no, show? Producer of the show? Will Packer, right. Producer the show? Right. Right. We've had him on the show. Yes. Here's what I say. I, I get the reality of we're in a majority white country that has been and still to some degree is racist toward black people. But don't allow that to be an excuse. Because the reason whites have discriminated against blacks is not because of things like happened last night. Like, this whole racial situation that started 400 years ago, black people just minding their own business. All right? And, and, and whites enslaved, kidnapped, some were sold, no doubt, from Africans. But that had nothing to do with, oh, those people are behaving badly. You know, they're immoral. We can do this. No, that racism had nothing to do. It wasn't our fault. And even today, Jim Crow wasn't our fault. You know, um, even today, we, we can look at situation after situation. What's the, is, it, is the NFL coaching situation? Where black coaches aren't really being hired, is that because blacks are behaving badly? Because we're no, embarrassed, no, they're I, worried. I, I, I'm just saying, like, we that is not the reason that white companies or whatever aren't hiring blacks. No, I, I, I think it is that because point. of race. And I get it that people aren't saying, I'm just saying, let's not give that, let's not go there because that's not the reality. And if we if we're gonna go there. Then what? I mean, we put out stereotypical images of ourselves as African Americans all the time. Whether yeah, but, but, it's in our rap music or or whatever, we put it out all the time, and we don't worry about. I mean, with all the violence in our music that we can't put on other people, you say something violent, be a, being violent to a Jewish person if you're black, they're gonna shut that down. But we're allowed to be violent toward one another on the radio all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, but, but and the so, only- but why aren't we saying, well, that we putting these images out there because 
You know, that's giving whites an excuse. So I'm just saying, one, let's not act like that is the real reason for the discrimination. And two, if you're going to go there, then be consistent. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying that that is I, I don't agree with um, giving them an excuse or letting people off the hook because there's some some situation, you know, like like that. But I do is one black dude that acted out. You know what I'm saying? What, but but Will but, he Smith. Should, but but Will Smith is just you, you expect him to be more classy, Chris. It just looks bad from like like you're normalizing thuggery that a guy like Will Smith would reduce himself to the lowest common denominator when he doesn't like something. That that's the image. It, it's not giving people, you know, the companies an excuse and saying, "Oh, see, that's why you can't hire them." No, that's not what I'm saying. But that to normalize thuggery and to normalize violence. No, violence shouldn't be accepted. Well, that didn't and that's normalize how, it. Well, but 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 don't he's you think not, we normalize that more in in, in hip hop? Yeah, if, but, if but we're normalizing certain, it anywhere, it's in that. But there's certain factions and people where, where you can look at a situation and circumstance, and not that you think it's right, but you can understand it more. You can't understand a guy who's had the success, the financial, uh, 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 what do I say, windfall success that he's had. Right, you right. know what I mean, Chris. He, all of this, and yet it still came down to this is the way you handle something when you don't like it. And I think that was the, the imagery. And, and, you know, there were younger people today who saw that and were like, wow, by it, that Will Smith gets down like that, like, like that's how he handles circumstances. So then pe- other people feel like, yo, you say something about my girl or my wife, and I'm going to smack you up. I'm going to Will Smith you. That, well, that, that's but a be lot the- of that's already the feeling. I mean, you can't just be talking about people's wives or mother. You know that. In our community, you can't, you ain't even got to say a, a mother insult. Just your mama. And those are yep. fighting words. You yep. can't be going around talking about people's wives. That's why, like I said, I don't agree with Will Smith, uh, what he did with the violence. But I understand his being upset. You, His wife was clearly hurt. And again, she's got a disease. She's talked about, you know, getting up, mustering up the courage to go ahead and wear the shaving ball head. Chris Rock knows that's an issue with black women. He did a whole movie on it. And again, I think I would I think it would have been beautiful if if Will Smith goes up there and asks for the mic from Chris and says, look, something to the effect of, look, man, I love Jada's haircut. She is beautiful and the most beautiful woman in the world to me with that. Something to that effect. That would have been a wonderful moment. And it would have it would have made your wife feel better. And it would have been defending her, coming to her defense. And it wouldn't have been the violence. And I do, like I said, to me, it, it, he could have, I guess he, he didn't know if he was going to win the award. But he could have said something when he won the award. He could have waited and said something. But I do feel like it had to be public and dealt with at that time because it wasn't a pro- – going to Chris Rock, you know, behind stage, hey, man, I ain't agree with that. No, he said that in front of millions on TV watching and thousands or hundreds in the, in the auditorium who were laughing. 
Now, maybe they were laughing because, you know, Rob, in your those environments, you know, something might not even be funny. People laugh. But still, she was embarrassed. And I, I, I think I understand a husband coming to his wife's defense. He went too far, but I get that aspect of it. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.